So if you've tuned in recently, we've talked about reading the job requirements. And that leads us to the question, what if cover letters are required? What are they? And what do we do about them? Well, I answered those two questions in prior episodes 67 and 68. But today, we're going to talk more deeply about cover letters. And the specific fact, cover letters aren't about you. Hey there, I'm Craig Ansell, your host of the Career Growth Made Easy podcast, and we're rolling right into episode 69, Cover Letters Aren't About You. As I mentioned in the intro, we talked in some detail about the critical nature of job requirements, making sure you read them, you understand them, and you adhere to them. But what if that job posting that you're oh so interested in, you almost feel a connection, something that you could do a good job at, requires a cover letter. You may be unfamiliar with cover letters, may not know what their purpose is. You may not even know how to write one. I have a newsflash for you. Even if you have a cover letter, it's time to dust it off because cover letters aren't about you. And that's the subject of today's podcast episode. We're going to take a deep dive and talk about cover letters. Let's get rolling. Did you know the first references to cover letters with regards to job applications came about in the early and mid-1900s? Yeah, that's a shocker. There were postings in the New York Times classified ads as well as the Wall Street Journal newspapers. It seems the employers wanted to know more than just get a resume with qualifications. They wanted to know more about the potential applicants. And that's where the start of cover letters began. So thinking about that now, if you have a cover letter, like I mentioned briefly earlier, how is it written? Is it written all about you? Is it written to brag on you? We have to remember the purpose of the cover letter. Its job is to introduce you and your resume so that at the conclusion of the cover letter, the reader naturally wants to move on to your resume. Your resume's job is to continue to introduce you, to continue to get the reader to read on, to want more. As they finish up with your resume, the natural progression is for them to have the desire to interview you, to put you in the yes pile. Now, I mentioned in an earlier episode, if you're someone that automatically includes your cover letter with every resume submission, I suggest you think twice about that. Why, you may ask? Requirements are posted for a reason. In today's ultra-fast-paced world, hiring managers, human resource directors, recruiters, managerial professionals, all the same, are looking for you to adhere to the requirements guidelines. It used to be okay to go above and beyond by submitting additional content, cover letters, for example, when they weren't required. But 
Today, it can be seen that you're not paying attention to detail. You're not following the rules. So even if you think you have a great cover letter, I warn you, and I strongly suggest against submitting your cover letter, especially a canned or generic cover letter, where all you do is change the company name you're addressing it to, and maybe the greeting, because the company receiving it is going to see right through it. And first of all, they may not even read it because you didn't follow the submission guidelines. Why should they give your application a greater chance than others when other people followed the requirements? Now, if you don't have a resume and cover letter package, that's fine too. We're going to talk more about cover letters in this episode. I mentioned cover letters aren't about you. Rather, it's about the story that you can tell, the value that you can provide to your potential future employer. Think about it from their standpoint. We've got a job posting. Tens, hundreds, or potentially thousands of resumes are going to come flooding in. Many may be qualified, but what sets each member apart that we're going to consider interviewing could be the content in your cover letter. So don't make your cover letter about all I statements. I did this, and I achieved that, and I won that. Those achievements, accomplishments are important. However, it's very critical how you write them and how you frame them. Also, cover letters have a unique sequence to entice the reader to read on. You guessed it. So we're going to talk a little bit about that sequence today. And also, I have a special exciting class coming up that I want to talk about as well. I mentioned earlier that a cover letter's job is introduce you to get the reader to read on and want more. That leads them to your resume. Your resume's job, you guessed it, is to get the reader to read on. They'll be left with an interest, a questioning attitude about you wanting to know more. That leads them into the hopeful interview phase with you. Now, it is true that some companies do read resumes first, and the cover letter may be what sets you apart as a secondary item. However, I still want you to think very seriously about when you submit a cover letter, what you put in there. The story has to be good. In fact, it has to be great when you're up against so many applicants. Speaking about what's in a cover letter... I recently worked with the new Resume Masterclass student, and he asked me a couple questions during one of our coaching sessions. One of his questions related to cover letters. What's wrong with my cover letter? Aren't I at an advantage by having a cover letter format to send and have out there as compared to other applicants who don't? That's a great question, and I addressed that with him, which I will share with you as well. You are at an advantage knowing what a cover letter is, having one created, and potentially updating it, as I mentioned, for each targeted job, each targeted application that you send it in for. However, if your cover letter is not designed well, it's not pleasing to the eye, or if it doesn't have powerful value-added content, it's not likely to help you, rather it's likely to hurt you. In his example, there were several I statements 
in his cover letter right for the beginning. While it is true that you can use some statements, you don't want to be overly heavy with those, because while the cover letter does talk about you, it's about the value you could bring to a potential future employer. You need to remember who's reading the cover letter and the benefit why you're writing one. It's to benefit you and boost you up as one of the higher potential applicants for consideration. While you want to sing your praises and get your foot in the door, so to speak, for that interview round, you need to think critically, very carefully, about the job application that you're sending your content into. You must know the targeted job intimately. If you don't do that research, you're not likely to get a second look. That goes for your resume and your cover letter. Avoid using generic resumes and avoid using generic cover letters. They're not only going to waste your time and the reviewer's time, but in large corporations, it can hurt you because if a corporation has multiple positions open and you use a generic resume, your poor resume and or poor cover letter may stick with them. If you happen to apply again, you may need to disclose that you've applied for other positions within the corporation. That could lead them to looking into your file and seeing that you sent the same resume and potentially same cover letter for both positions. Not a great move. So back to my recent student's question about having a cover letter and does it put him at an advantage? Normally, I would have said yes, but after looking at it, the framing was not strong. It wasn't using generous white space, and it did not have a good storyline. When you make statements about the way you feel or the way you think the future employer should feel or act, those aren't good moves either. You want to be factual in your cover letter and have a storyline so it invokes emotion. Remember, I've used the phrase, get them to read on, to read more. So, thinking about that, you could look at your resume right now and your cover letter. Go and dust those off if you have them handy and see how much content you can remove immediately that simply does not add value. If the information doesn't support the intended action, which is to get you the interview and get you hired, then it doesn't belong on the resume. Don't add content just as filler. And any content you have, read it twice, read it three times. Make sure it adequately supports you, it elevates you with regards to the job that you're targeting, and it connects with that employer. Talking about the cover letter in a little more detail, I mentioned earlier that I had something, some great news for you. Actually, today, as you're hearing this podcast for the first time, we have a brand new course my cover letter masterclass. With a strong cover letter, it gets your resume into the right hands. My cover letter masterclass covers the header, how you introduce yourself, the greeting and addressing of the document, but also the four key body paragraphs, the introduction paragraph, the qualifications paragraph, the values and goals section, and your final Closer, the call to action paragraph. 
I'll talk more in the course about cover letter history and purpose. I'll give you a number of clean and powerful greetings and closings to use. There's bonus content, such as proofreading and avoiding common errors. And we're even throwing in some bonus cover letter templates. We're setting you up for complete success if you need a cover letter generated. With our course, you can come back to it time and time again and download the templates as you need them to help you get started. If you want to modify the templates, do so freely as well. The bottom line, when you introduce yourself, that first paragraph is critical. If you don't grab their attention, they may not read any further. If they can't get past that first sentence, how likely will they go on to your value-packed resume? For your qualifications, you need to convey that you're an excellent choice. So it's important that you connect with your targeted jobs requirements so that you position yourself as the best candidate. Remember, you're up against potentially tens, hundreds, or thousands of other applicants. This could be a way, when cover letters are required, to help you shine, to give you that leg up. In your values and goals paragraph, you'll showcase your achievements, but you'll do so while making sure you highlight specific characteristics and traits that the employer is looking for. And finally, you need to finish with a strong call to action. It sounds simple, but a strong ending is key. The wording is important so that you encourage the reader to move on to the next phase with you. So think about it. If there have been any recent job applications that you wanted to submit oh so badly, you felt like you were a great fit, like the position was talking to you, but it required a cover letter and so you immediately shied away from it and didn't submit, you now can go back, confidently create that cover letter, make it specifically focused for that targeted job and company, and likely get a leg up against many of your competition by following through with my new cover letter masterclass. Don't let the need for a cover letter hold you back. And if you have a cover letter, but haven't been getting strong results, you might want to go through my course because it will guide you through the correct way to make a cover letter and give you several options and formats to choose from. If you've been on the fence, thinking about updating or maybe creating your resume for the first time and you weren't sure where to turn, I have my beautifully designed resume masterclass ready for you. It's almost coming up on its one-year anniversary. Can you believe it? I certainly can't. But if you're also interested in cover letters, I think there's a combo deal out there that you might want to check our website for because I think you could get a decent discount if you pick up both those masterclasses. So stop by craigansell.com today and take a look at both our resume masterclass and our newly released cover letter masterclass. You'll be glad you did. I hope you're doing well and staying safe. Wishing you continued career growth and peace. This has been Craig Ansell, your host of the Career Growth Made Easy podcast.